What up? What there up? he is. Sob, brother. What's up? How you doing, man? Oh, chilling as always. How about you? Good, man. How was your day? How was your day? Oh, man. It's fine. It's <laughs> when you have a job like mine, it's, you know, every day is the same. It's nothing really exciting. It's just kind of the same old. Here's some data. There's some data. Your eyes glaze over a few <laughs> times throughout the day and pound some more caffeine to get through it. You know, what can you say? How about you? Man. Um, but it was actually pretty productive. Pretty good, man. Started yeah? pretty early. Yeah. Had class. Um, play video games for a little bit. Went to work. <laughs> <laughs> Came back, ate some pizza, played some video games. And now I'm here. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You just started going back to class, right? Yeah, I started. Um, it's been my second week. This is my second week. Yep. Good for um, you, man. That's really cool. That's what are you studying? Yeah, so I'm taking um IT classes. So I want to get nice. into uh, network security eventually. That's um, awesome, man. So yeah, that's what I'm working for. Yeah. Do you, you just wake up and decide to do it one day, or like what made you um, want to go back? It's just always been on my mind, um, to kind of figure out what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and the way the industry's moving, you know, like technology is going to keep evolving. So I figured, hey, you know, that'll be a, a nice stable career to transition into. And plus, like, I like learning about um, like computers and how shit functions and shit like that, you know? That's right. And, you know, with like doing shit like this, like, yeah, the more you know type shit. Man, I feel that. I was kind of looking at myself, you know, just uh, it's it's never too late to go back. I, I am somebody who believes in that for sure. Never really thought about it for myself until recently where I was like, you know what? Like yeah, to be quite honest, I fucked around in college a lot, a <laughs> lot. Man, we all do. We all oh do. my God. And I know that was so long ago now for me, especially, but just like, I, I think back and I go, what could I have done? What could have I done differently? And, you know, just what was my goal? They didn't teach it really about figuring out what you want to do. When you were in, when I was in high school, you know, it was more just about the basics and getting out of school. And you know, my mom was always like, "Just doesn't matter what you do as long as you graduate high school and you know you go to college and get that degree, whatever." But they didn't yeah. take the time to really think about what is it, what's your passion, you know, what try yeah. this skill, try this skill, and then if that doesn't work, try this one. So you had a few things, but you know, once I got to college and you know went to Minnesota, so it's like all of a sudden I'm just on my own. And yeah. I'm going crazy. It's first time I own the firstborn, you know, so it was really yeah. just about partying, to be quite honest. I was nerdy <laughs> in high school and then decided to reinvent myself in college because nobody knew me. And I was like, you know what? I, you know, all that shit I didn't get to in high school. I didn't get to go to any parties in high school. And I only had a few right. friends. So, you know, we were out at the clubs and stuff. We didn't go to the house parties. Um, <laughs> you know, like the 18 and under clubs. That was, that was lit, man. Yeah, but yeah. in in college, I was like, well, I could really get some friends here by trying to be a little more outspoken, a little more forward, and have a little more confidence in me, you know. And that turned into the person I am today. But what it didn't turn into was a college degree. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I mean, it's I, I do. There's that one regret. So it makes me think about, you know, maybe just some kind of. Two year, you know, associates or something. Just you know, yeah. I have some something on the wall. Just yeah, something that completed. Do you do you know what you would go back for and what you would complete? <sighs> I've been thinking about that, and you know, I, I went 
originally for psychology mm-hmm. and psychiatry actually um but you know my my first psych class i'll never forget it was like 7 a.m mm. so even though i really you know i excelled in like high school psychology loved it you know so i just everything about the brain it just fascinates me it just I couldn't stop reading about it and going online and looking. I was looking at pictures of the brain. I was trying to map brains. Like I loved <laughs> learning about that stuff. And then I got to to college and they put this, I mean, the the most boring professor you could ever listen to. It's ridiculous. So 7 a.m. And this is like a really in-depth psych class. And I'm just falling asleep. And I'm like, oh, my God, how are you making this subject? I love so boring and once that happened honestly because i was just you know a shithead at that point <laughs> i was just like i'm gonna switch i'm gonna switch so i went to business and i was like hey you know a business degree can at least open some doors i don't really know what i want to do but yeah at least i'll have something that you know entrepreneur if i want to start my own business but i had no idea what any of that even really meant so Right. You so were, yeah. So back then we didn't know no better. We just knew what we were told, which was go to school and get right. a degree. You know. Yeah. Exactly. We don't know what we're doing. No, and you know, I didn't really have a school counselor or anything. They they were there for more like your your serious problems, not so much for helping you. Like it wasn't. I know like the seventies and eighties, you had job fairs and like you know your your counselor was a big part of figuring out that next step post high school for you. I didn't have that, so oh, yeah, yeah. I, it was just the goal was to get to college, but they never talked about what's after that mm-hmm. so so yeah i would say about three you know two and a half three years of just partying and just blew it all up and came back mm-hmm. home hat in hand <laughs> yeah, i mean and, and i'm skipping you know tons of stories in between and, and don't get me wrong i had no regrets i, I yeah. absolutely loved college and the college experience and you know i met made lifelong friends and just lots of connections that help me kind of get where I am now. Like it's yes, there's always something to get from college, but you know, the older I get, the more I kind of go, I understand why people skip it at, at least straight out of high school, you know? Yeah, no, for real. Yeah. It's definitely not needed. Like you you don't need it to. No, if you, if you are that kid who, you know, you're you're playing with, you know, fire trucks because you want to be a fireman when you grow up and, that's all you can think about when you you want to go and do, do every class you can and figure out how to be a fire. Do it. If you got a passion at that age, that's luck. That's that's a blessing. So, like, you know, then, yes, go to college, get your degree, focus on that. That's what you should be doing. But if you're like me and you're just kind of like you, you were, I was aimless and just kind of was out there, don't waste the money. Yeah. It's it just – I don't think so. I don't think it's a good idea. And, I mean, I, I will – argue that point with anybody but it's yeah, it's something I, I believe in you know yeah i agree uh-huh. so i mean yeah so good for you for taking that step that's i think it's the hardest step is to kind of go i want to do this for myself and yeah. i'm going to make it happen no matter what and get something out of it and grow from it i think that takes a lot of balls to do that yeah absolutely yeah, i appreciate it man so yeah man keep yeah, it going it, should we get into the show here Man, let's I get know. into it. We got philosophical right away. That was, that was <laughs> right pretty away. deep. <laughs> right up, I liked up. it. I like it. Well, um, welcome, everybody. This is, I guess, the we'll call it episode 1B. <laughs> 1B. Uh, yeah, this is, 1B. yeah, we, we recorded the first episode of the, the Bank Bros show. That's what we're calling this, <laughs> this piece of art you're listening to. But 
So we're, we're still learning on the job here. And I recorded, we had a great, what, God, hour and a half session at least, just yeah. shooting the shit, talking about sports and culture and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Just, and yeah, just... I, I listened to like the first five minutes of the of the playback and I go, yep, that's just me talking to myself <laughs> the entire time. That yeah. was awesome. So, no, so yes, I was, I was just a dub character. You <laughs> were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're just the guy in the back. You're the guy on the couch, just uh, kind of just listening to me. So it's not like we're having a good time just from listening to myself talk to myself. But <laughs> we will just call that a lost episode, and we'll go from there. So, so welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we love you just for hitting that play button. That's that's amazing. That's an amazing first step, and. We hope you uh, enjoy what you hear from us, and we'll talk about just anything. We are sports fanatics, I would say, at the very least. Like, rabid fans, like, foaming at the mouth like raccoons, you know? We're yes. those kind of fans. Those kind of fans, yes, you know? Sir. I would talk sports more than I talk about anything else, which is probably a problem, but I'm not trying to fix that anytime soon. It's fiends. Fiends. That's a good word. It's fiends. I like fiends. that. I like it. But like I said, the Bank Bros Show, that is who we are. Uh, we'll do some intros. I'm going to go first this time because you had a really good intro last time, and I felt like mine was a little less. So I'm going to go first so that I don't get overshadowed like the first time. <laughs> and plus, you have a lot more to talk about than I do on this one. So it's... No, man, go crazy. <laughs> crazy man. Well, uh, you can call me Siege. I go by Siege, CJ, The Darkness, Chocolate Thunder, Chocolate Bear. Chocolate Thunder. Uh, yeah, but a lot of a lot of different Chocodile is a new one too. That, that's always fun. Um <laughs> a lot of different nicknames over the years, but um I am a 30, 30 something person man in the Midwest, living in Wisconsin for most of my life. Going on twenty one. Going on twenty one, yes. Uh thirty <laughs> something going on twenty one. Yes. And uh, you know, been living out here for quite a long time, bought our first house. Uh, a little over four years ago now. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a grown man. You know, that's yeah. it's, it's a big move. That's a big move, man. It's, it is a, a pain in the ass, and it's a wonderful thing all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, got a, a beautiful wife, uh, an adorable little boy and girl at home. Yes, I am done having children. So <laughs> before you even want to hit me up with that question, it's it's a wrap. One boy, one girl. That's all you need. That was it. That was it. <laughs> snip, snap. You already know what I mean. And took care of that <laughs> real quick. Real quick. I mean, ran. No more juices. Ran to the clinic. No more juices. Yes. It was a wonderful day. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> that was a hell of a recovery. But it was a wonderful <laughs> day. I mean, just uh, just being on the couch and just thinking like, wow, all the things I'm going to do as a young, hip retiree <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be lovely we're gonna travel i'm gonna go dancing all that stuff man none of those late babies i'm not trying to be a 55 year old with a newborn uh-uh no 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 sure. no sure. not on accident no no none of that accident has been removed from the vocabulary so but yeah that that's a little bit about me um like i said working won't say what I do. We'll just say I'm in collections, but we'll just we'll leave it that way. Not in the banking industry anymore where I met this guy, but we'll get into that in a second. 
And uh, biggest relevant news about me is I am, yes, a unfortunate diehard Chicago Bears fan. It is my curse. Yay. Yay. Go Bears. <laughs> Living in, in Cheesehead land. Cheese land. Land of the dairy. Yes, sir. So it is a constant battle. I don't get to wear my jerseys ever unless I'm feeling real froggy. But I'm away for some more success for my team before we get into me wearing any kind of gear outside of my house. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta wear a proud man. Wear no, draw, bro. no, proud. There, the Walter Payton jersey. Yes, that's yeah. he's bulletproof. I was still rocking Calvin Johnson jerseys when we were old. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, bulletproof. Calvin Johnson bulletproof. I mean, what are you gonna say about him? He was on the Lions, but he was amazing. So yes, you rock his jersey. But anything else, it's just I'm being an ass if I wear a Bears jersey out here. So like, I don't know. <laughs> One of these days I'll get over it. If we if we win a championship, I'm gonna start sleeping in them. <laughs> just right. I'm wearing yeah, just yeah, a jersey. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm wearing the jersey and no pants and go to the grocery store. No pants. <laughs> just draws. Draws. And a Bears jersey. Flip flops. I'm wearing the Crocs. I got the Crocs. Oh, okay. You got the Crocs now. All right. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be the Walter Payton jersey, boxers, Crocs, grocery store. Mm-hmm. Two whiskey bottles in hand. That's it. That's it. That's gonna be me when Justin Fields brings me a championship. <laughs> but anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about the very suave gentleman on my Zoom screen, my brother in crime. Mr. Ryan, tell them about yourself, sir. Well, as CJ said, my mom named me Ryan, so that's what I'm going by. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama. (laughs) Yes, sir. So originally, I'm from Michigan, uh, so I'm a diehard Lions and Pistons fan since birth. Favorite sports memory has to be watching the 04 Pistons dismantle Mm. and the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. That Mm. all-time favorite sports memory. Um, That's a good one. That's a really good memory. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and as you can see, basketball is my first love. Um, moved all over the place. Moved to Minnesota before I moved to Milwaukee here. Uh, lived here for a little bit, and I met CJ working at the bank. Yeah, <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, and the rest was history, man. Stupid-ass bank. History. Stupid Dumb bank. Dumb-ass bank. Dumb-ass bank. <laughs> it's a good job. Don't get me wrong. It's just... Certain banks that you and I have worked for, a little money hungry, a little sales hungry, a little thirsty for these clients out here. And it's like, there's no, only no, there's no. there's only so many ways of selling somebody a checking account. Bro. Like, who's, like, my kids have those accounts. Like, who's walking around, grown assholes, like, walking around shopping centers with no checking account? I just don't have one. No, I at, put my money under point, a mattress. At this point, it, it was a scam. <laughs> right. Like, there's nothing we had to offer. They weren't even free accounts. It was a scam. We're not offering you free checking. We're just offering you checking. No, yeah. And no. everybody qualified. Right. Oh, can I get a free box of checks? Actually, no. But it's it's checking. We, sure. get you, we can get you a debit <laughs> card in 7 to 12 business days in the mail, <laughs> even though our competitors can print them on the spot. Yes, it was pretty much a scam. Yeah, pretty much. But we had to pretend like we were walking on water in those grocery store aisles. And we're offering them just the magic kingdom at this point. You come to this bank, I swear, we'll start printing you money in the back. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of scams. Oh. You know, you know what's a scam? What's a scam? Tinder. 
Oh man. So before scam. so for because we couldn't tell people about the the other episode, this this man decided to end on a, <laughs> on the most big on the biggest cliffhanger I've already ever heard in podcast history. I've been only listening to podcasts for about a year now, not even. <laughs> and this dude drops a bomb and I asked him about, you know, he, this man is single, ready to mingle, and I asked if he's on the apps because I don't know anything about the apps, thank God I have long surpassed any kind of app. And this man said he has a story about how he got kicked off of Tinder. Permanently banned. Permanently banned from Tinder. I have been waiting all week to hear this story. (laughs) All right, check this out. Please proceed. Check this out, man. So started up my Tinder account. I think it was in like August? September, somewhere around there. Somewhere like this, this past summer? September. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, this is recent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it was recent, yeah. I was bored and, you know, bored sure. and boinging. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I was doing my thing, slinging my wang. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Go by. You know, smooth business transactions here and there. You know, like nothing too crazy. <laughs> like you deposits. Know? No, no, no deposits. No deposits. No deposits. You know? Go on. <laughs> oh man. And so, um, uh, one day I went to go in and um update my pictures. Okay. And I was logged out, and it was really weird because normally I never log out of any of my apps on my phone. I don't know about anyone else, but me personally. It's a little weird. I'm the only one touching my phone. So right. Right, right. I don't need to log out. I'm not going to log out. So I didn't log out. And I'm like, wait, what the hell is this? Here, I got the screenshot. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, God. <laughs> you still have a screenshot. Huh? This is what I see. Let's yeah, this focus, is the screenshot. Focus. You have been banned from Tinder. It's important to us that Tinder is a welcoming and safe space for everyone. Unfortunately, we found that you violated our terms of use, and so we've made the decision to remove you from the Tinder platform. Wow. <laughs> all right, all right. What no, did you do? Not, 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 okay, hold on, hold on. Check this out. Before okay. I get into my theories, hold on. Why am I blurred? It'll focus. Much, yeah, moisturize. Too much moisturizer, man. all right so before i get into that i was a little upset i ain't gonna lie oh yeah i was just getting my feet wet (laughs) i was just getting my feet wet man Uh man i just or just feet (laughs) (laughs) oh like man like uh man meeting some fine man anyway okay um so i actually wrote them so I Tinder. I, yeah, I wrote Tinder. I wrote Tinder. Okay. So check this out. I said <clears throat> this is at five AM. <laughs> if you can see the time on the screenshot, it's at five oh five AM. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was on the phone with somebody. Okay. <laughs> that I, I, I met from what sure. do you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So I wrote him. I said, This morning I received a notification that my account on Tinder has been permanently banned. I would appreciate a detailed explanation as to why my account has been banned. <laughs> Double spaced MLA format is recommended. I look forward to reading your essay. Wait, did you? T- wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Did, you, did you tell them they needed to respond to you in double space? Double space. 
I swear to God. You said, I need a handwritten, double spaced, college ruled, 12 point <laughs> notebook in two percent, uh, number two pencil. Number two pencil. Right. I need an explanation. Because a Scantron test reader can only read number two pencils. Right, right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I wrote them that. Mm-hmm. And then um, they wrote me back saying that they couldn't provide me any details or whatever. What? Yeah. So I, I have a few, like, theories as to what the fuck happened. I mean, for a permaban, it's, I mean... Like, I would imagine again. I've never messed with the apps before. Yeah. I understand there's rules, but uh-huh. it, from everything I've heard, it seems like it's kind of the wild west. Like I can't imagine what you had to have done to get permanently banned. That, Bro, that's it. Seems kind of wild. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So, like, if I'm if I were to think about some shit, it's either like one like. All right, so I was involved with a couple girls, right? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But then, like, see what from, that habit from, was. <laughs> from my end, from my end, I swear to God, from my end, it was just, it was strictly business. You know what I mean? Right, just right. Straight ground and pound. You feel me? <laughs> just, that old UFC. Bears, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, bears type shit. You know oh, what I mean? God. Like, just straight ground and pound. Oh, no. All right. So that, that's, shuffles, I see. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. I, I'm pretty sure they did too. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. But for for, for me personally, that, that's all I wanted, and right. I thought I made that pretty clear. Like, I don't want a relationship or nothing, or nothing more. I just want to keep it straight business. You know? I thought Tinder was only for the grounding and pounding. Oh no, you'll get people on there that are like, please don't swipe. Uh, I forgot if it was left or right. Please don't swipe bad, left. Right? If you are looking for a hookup, like a one night hookup or some shit. So some people, people on there are looking for like relationships. People are like real life looking for love. Interesting. huh? Yeah. That's an odd place to look for it. Yeah. I don't know. That's like saying you want to go, you want to look for love on OnlyFans. Like you, you're there for the wrong reason. <laughs> for the wrong, you know what you came there for. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I figure like there's actual dating apps and then there's like, Tinder or what's it called? Grinder. What's the other one? I, I don't know. <laughs> Grinder. Right. Smusher and I don't know. No. Yeah. So you still have no idea. No. So what even happened? Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe a girl got mad because I remember I was like I said, I was involved with a couple of women. Sure. And I was like, you know, what? I need to take a break from having casual sex. Mm hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just cut off all of these females that are on my phone. There was only like a couple of them, probably like three of them. Sure. And the things with them. And it happened right around that time. Oh. So it correlates. So, yeah. So it correlates. So the it timing's ha- right. One of them could have been like a big ass hater and been like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to report you because you used me for my coochie. Which was the agreed upon terms for using Tinder. Yes. If you look at um, the uh, contract we signed here, uh, right. Article 20, Section 8, it clearly <laughs> states, thou shalt not catch feelings. Right. So. Pretty sure it should be on the cover of the website, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like you, like you, Tinder, you know what you came for. Like that's. You know what you came for. Hmm. But I want to ask so bad. Or I wanted to ask so bad when it first happened. 
Yeah. But I don't know. Something told me not to. Um, I mean, how big of a loss would you say this is really. for you? I mean, it's not that big of a loss to be honest. I know that's like the the big name in apps, but like, <laughs> there's so many now. Like, I feel like uh, it's, this is just losing one arm off the Hydra. Everything um, just kind of happened. Yeah. Perfect, but like in divine time, and I swear because right when I was like, all right, maybe I should take a break from having casual sex. Boom, Tinder come gets banned. Mm. So you're thinking maybe it's like a sign from the universe, maybe just maybe, maybe you know it's that? maybe someone up there is telling you to slow it down, yeah, yeah, and refocus on yourself, maybe. Yeah, wrap that willy. You feel wrap me? The, I mean, well, that goes without saying, but hey, because I'll be honest, that's something I I, I don't like doing. I, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's something I don't like doing. Nope. You feel me? I can't imagine. I like the sensations of oh, the forbidden God. fruit. You feel? <laughs> I'm about to find some some jazz music to put on this section for us. Oh my goodness, that's that's insane. I mean, yes, I don't really know any guys who enjoy wrapping their gifts. If you know what I mean, tis the season. But um, that's if if one of them really just like tried to get you in trouble or try to get you banned or something like that. I just don't see the point. If if everything seemed casual in the first place. Like I could see if someone had a giant misunderstanding like you led them on and you sent them some pictures of your feet or some shit. I don't know what people are into these days. But yeah. it seemed from what your story is saying is that everything was kosher from the from the jump. Yeah. And when you decided to pull the plug, take away the loving then all of a sudden things started getting all messed up. Yeah. Um it see that's that that's what brings me to my second theory. Oh, okay. Cause if because let's say they you know everything was cool on their end too. Sure. My second theory is what if someone made a fake page of mine and reported my mm. actual real page? Oh interesting. Do people do that? I don't know, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> I would not put it past. I'm telling you, I'm like a newborn baby with this shit. Like, pe- do people actually take the time and energy to plot? That's like some pinky in the brain type shit. Like, man, that what? I would, I would not put it past. That seems like a waste of time. Like, just move on with your day. Yeah, pretend I mean, to be yourself. Like, God right. damn it, Fuck. like that's just that's some diabolical. Manti Teo catfish kind of shit. Type shit. Like, what? <laughs> oh, God. I'll never understand it. I don't know if it's a generation gap. I don't want to understand it. That just seems like too much energy for me. Man. I I don't even understand it. And it's supposed mm. to supposedly in my generation. So uh, I mean, we won't we won't point fingers at generations because that's a slippery slope. <laughs> Which is what your female friends were experiencing, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> see how I wrapped that in? Yeah, I like that. So, so what's the next site for you? FarmersOnly.com, Christian Mingles, <laughs> Christian Mingle. That's yeah. the one. Christian that's the one. Mingle. That's the one. That's the one. Christian Mingle. Probably got some potential there. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, that, that's the one. Yeah, you know, I, I want a good girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gotta I gotta mean, be Christian, right? Gotta be Christian. That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So we've lost all our journalistic credibility, whatever we had there. It's all if, gone. It's all gone the first all. To, the first twenty minutes is already gone. If any at all, god mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking on? Is that wine? 
Man, no, I was actually just drinking water. But oh, in a wine glass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it the dishwasher yeah. on the fritz? It's 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 one of them days. I feel it, man. You preach to the choir. <laughs> it's one of them days, man. Trust me, when when my kids were babies, the whiskey in the sippy cup, that mm. that was a thing. You, you do that what you got to do. Brought to stores. It's, that's right. You you got to do what you got to do. I don't care how it gets down the throat. Mm. I'm not even gonna finish that sentence because it already sounds dirty. Mm. I got this uh, tequila. It's a Terramania. You ever had that? Mm. I never had it. I'm yeah. not much of a tequila person. Um, even like I only drink it with the women. But <laughs> is that sexist? No, no, no. No, but I just feel like a lot of women like tequila and you know like shit like Patron and. Oh no! See, okay, that's how I felt too in the past. And I've only really become like a tequila drinker in the last couple of years or so. Mm. The Patron shit is the problem. Because mm. they, they you grow up thinking like, oh, that's really good tequila. Let's do shots of it and let's put tequila sunrises. No, like that is misusing your tequila. That is bad tequila. I don't care what anybody says. But it, the random story that I have about it is I didn't really understand this until my my wife and I went out to see a movie and I don't remember what the hell movie we even saw, but like, you know, they have like the, the little restaurant bar, like in the movie theater. So we had a couple hours to kill before the movie. So we had dinner and everything. And this, the bartender comes out because it was only the two of us at, at the, at the bar um, inside the theater. And he comes up to us, goes like, Hey, we have this new tequila. Do you want to try it? And you know, at the time we're like, oh, okay, sure. Fuck it. But whatever. And before I could even say like, are you mixing that in something? He brings out just, straight tequila like in two glasses mm. so what the hell was that <laughs> that was weird anyway so <laughs> that being said took a little few you know I, I asked him if he was gonna mix something and after he gave it to us he goes no no no, you just drink it straight at this point i wasn't even that much of a whiskey drinker mm. so i was a little curious by it so he's like no you just you just sip on it and the stuff you've been drinking before really isn't that good tequila. It's the crap. It's the bottom shelf shit. So just sip this like you would sip like a wine. And I said, okay. And honestly, that blew my mind. It was the best tequila I ever had in my life. It wasn't even the stuff I'm drinking now. Because this was years ago before this even existed. But once I did that, it totally changed the game for me. And that introduced me into looking back at whiskey and saying, wow, I used to just shoot whiskey and do shots all the time. And College, you know, it was all just prairie fires and three wise men and stupid ass drinks that just get you fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, you should, re- I should really think about treating my whiskey like people treat and study wine. Yeah. The way it's made, the way it's packaged, the way it's delivered, where does it come from, different flavors, and, you know, how do they make the flavors and what barrels they store. It, I became utterly fascinated with everything whiskey. And then it kind of opened the door to drinking tequila. That being said, so this tequila is Terramania. Actually, the the creator of this is everyone's favorite actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm. It's his tequila. So mm. that's what kind of got me on board and say, okay, I'll try. The guy, like, literally, no, nah, I don't know how much of it is, you know, his acting. But the guy, like, bought these agave, I don't think they're called plantations anymore, but agave fields. Mm-hmm. And like he actually has his own workers out there. Like it's a very big production, and he made a shit ton of money on it mm. in the first like 
year. It was like the top selling tequila. It was crazy. Damn. So I tried it. It's dude. It's smooth as shit. It's so smooth. So I recommend you get some. Damn. What's it called? Terramania. I might be butchering that pronunciation, but I'm pretty sure it's it. I bet. Terramania. It's not expensive either. It's like thirty a bottle. I bet. I'll go look for it. I'll go look look for, it. for it. Go to your liquor store down the street. Yep. Uh, try a bit, but again, don't shoot it. Just kind of, just a little sip, sip. little sipskies, little sipskies. Uh, should we talk about sports, sir? Because that's get into it. That, that is that's what, what we're we, supposed to do, right? That's what we're supposed to do. Supposed um, to. I'm gonna start because this story we didn't talk about this yesterday in our rehearsal. Um, there is one second. Someone's getting ice on my podcast. <laughs> That'd be the wife. You good now, babe? Yeah. Okay. So late last night, did you hear about the uh, La Loya, Loyola, Chicago, and Duquesne game last night? Of course you did, because why would you watch I did that? Not. Why would you watch that? No I offense did. to those schools, but no one's watching that at like 9 p.m. So out of nowhere, I see this this video about something that happened at the game. I'm going to share my screen so you can see this, because it's the damnest thing. Can you see that? I can see it. I can see it. Okay. Check this out. This guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So a guy, for those of you who can't see because we're not doing the video for this at all, during the game, some random... DoorDash guy tried delivering food to the referee during the game. McDonald's, to be exact. <laughs> I... <laughs> the referee ordered food. No, here's the thing. It's a... <laughs> That's what everybody he thought. knew this game was going to be boring. <laughs> he knew this game wasn't about to be on shit. No, That's why he ordered food. <laughs> I've watched that like 10 times and I'm like, there's no way that's real. There's no way. There's just no <laughs> way. Because he's just he's just out there. It's like, I got an order. I got a Big Mac and large fry. <laughs> Diet Coke. It's Bill out here. He's just on the court. That's me. Right here, bro. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm looking at all of it. I'm waiting to see if like this, it's got to be like a Super Bowl ad or something. Because you know, that's if it's not, that's amazing publicity. Like DoorDash will deliver anywhere, anytime. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like that that would make money. At your convenience, not ours. Not right. ours. No, it's on your time, sucker. Nope, yours. <laughs> it's on your time. You order this Big Mac, you're getting it hot and fresh during the game. <laughs> Well, if I, got, if I say in 20 minutes, it's going to be in right. 20 minutes to wherever you at. I don't care if you're the one dunking the ball. You can fleece somebody on the court, go hard in the paint, and that Big Mac is going to be in your hand the second you come off the rim. <laughs> I couldn't believe that shit. It was the funniest thing ever. So I, I checked again this morning. Turns out it's a prank. But I don't know why. Because the guy, there's a, I'll show you pictures later. He has a little microphone on under his hoodie. You can kind of see a little bit of a microphone. And there's a bunch of students like taking videos of the guy. And the biggest thing is they they walk him off the court. But it's not like they, you know, normally you, you walk on the court, you're getting your ass tackled. You're yeah. getting knocked the fuck out. 
He just yeah. walked back to the stands and sat down. Oh, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> he just, just had a seat. It wasn't hey. like a perfect, like an official didn't even walk him off. It was just another guy. He's just like, oh, hey, if, it was, if it was at a bigger school, then it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be a different story. But okay, now. Nah, slammed. That game makes sense. Oh, my God. That shit, that shit is hilarious. That <laughs> shit's everywhere, too. It caught people's attention because it's on. I saw at least 20 different articles about it. Like, that's <laughs> good for that guy. And if it's for his YouTube page or whatever, hey, as long hey, as you didn't hurt anybody, shout man, you're. That's shout out to him, stuff. man. That's a that's, DoorDash delivery driver. That takes some balls. I'll give him some, some props for that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yes, I had to share that with you because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> DoorDash, you're going to get yours. That's what they say. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. So, I'm going to leave it up to you for next. Should we talk about my rant on Aaron Rodgers? I feel like I've been talking for a ton of time. Otherwise, we can get into last week's games, and you can start taking your shots, sir. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to let you have that, Aaron Rodgers. You already built up some momentum, so go ahead and have that, Aaron Rodgers, and then we'll get into the games. Not a problem. I'm sure people are not tired of hearing my voice just yet. So, not yet. Not yet. I, won't, I won't take up too much time of the pod for this one. So, like I, I said before, I am a, a Chicago Bears fan, so – Mr. Aaron Rodgers is enemy of the state where I come, where, I, where I'm from, you know. So it's everything the man says makes me cringe. Every time he kicks our ass, I just want to hurl my TV through a wall. Like it's, it is nausea and it's pain existing in this state where your rival team has just what, 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play? Like it's just insanity. <laughs> Who is that lucky to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? How is that fair? And on the, it wouldn't even be that big of a deal if my team had any sense of management or ownership and tried developing some kind of championship team in the last however long I've been alive. 30-something. We'll go with that. So it's it's a lot of work for me to swallow my pride and go – I know my team sucks. I hope we get better. I haven't seen many years of success. But hey, I'm a diehard. As much as I want to swear them off, I just keep coming back for more. I'm a glutton for punishment. It's all right. That being said, a, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Aaron Rodgers went on on the uh, Pat McAfee show, which I love Pat McAfee. I'll put that out there. That guy's hilarious. Oh, my God. Wildly he, successful. He is the GOAT. He's even a wrestling commentator now, he, and he's so good. He's he, so funny. He brings a lot to the table. I don't even watch it that much anymore, but the few things I've seen, I'm like, okay, he legitimately is having a good time, and that makes like you want to have a good time. Personality on TV. Serious. Like, who knew that um, – was, was he a punter or a kicker? Uh, Punter. He was a punter, right? Yeah. Yep, like a notorious one. So, dude's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so Rogers goes on McAfee's show and says, like, and I will paraphrase, essentially that he could still be an MVP in the right situation. He said in the right situation, too. And I, I looked at that and I said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding? No, Is, what, what would make you say that? Like, bro, my, my brother, my, my friend, not my friend, but he's, he's my enemy, but dude. 
you haven't won a championship. And I know, and again, I, I get everything I'm about to say can always be resp- replied with, well, the Bears haven't won anything forever. I get that. I'm not saying that we're better by any means. What I'm saying is, if you're this caliber of a quarterback, and it's been this long and longer and longer from your one championship, why are you still talking about MVP awards, bro? And I get it. MVP is a big deal. Didn't he just win one recently? He did. It was, what, two years ago? Yeah. I believe that was, and I mean, you can quote me on this. I think it's his fourth MVP, something like that. Something stupid. Yeah. He's That's got plenty funny. of them. He's won it before he's got plenty of them. But only yeah. one championship. And it's like you you are still in this position where you can potentially bring a team like the Packers to a Super Bowl and win it with the right moves. Sure. But every year now, it seems we go through this same pattern with him where it's great regular season, shit the bed in the playoffs, is what's going to happen to Rodgers. It's it's the same cycle, same news cycle. The very next day after he loses on on the biggest stage, it's what's going to happen to Rodgers. And what does the man do? He just keeps doubling down, taking more money from that team, and then bitching when things don't go his way. It's like, do you know the definition of insanity, sir? Because you're living it. You're living it. You're bitching that you don't get receivers. And don't get me wrong. I know it's not all his fault. It's a team sport. His organization hasn't really given him that much help. Every year, even in the draft, I'm like, why aren't you getting that man receivers? Why aren't you getting a receiver every single year for him? Every year. You don't need much else. You know like, what I'm saying? Like in the past, no, yeah. No, in the past they've been fine. Just get him another weapon, trade for another weapon, something. That's all he's ever needed. Yep. And they just keep on kicking the tires. So I get it. It's not all his fault. But at the same time, the man just puts his foot in his mouth every single time. And then, which I believe I'm looking at it right, was two days ago he went back on the McAfee show and doubled down on it, and he said. Everybody who plays the game of football wants to be the best of the best. He says, if you get the MVP, it means you're the best of the best. So he doesn't, it's not about not winning the championships. It's about just saying that an MVP award is important when you win it. And because it's only like 10 people a year who are even remotely sniffing an MVP, that he shouldn't be besmirched, I guess, to use a big word for the day, to be happy about winning an MVP and not talking about winning a championship. But my my brother here, come on, come on, dude. I, I get the sense of what he's saying, but it feels like he's still leaning into that villain role. Like he, he started to enjoy riling people up, like me. Congratulations. Yeah. You rile me up every single time like you open you, your yeah. fucking mouth, dude. I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, you haven't won a championship in a long time. And for someone who... A lot of people consider the GOAT, even if Brady exists in this world, and we're not counting the six extra championships, whatever. They're still considering him one of, if not, the greatest of all time. In my opinion, I think you still have to include championships. And we're not going to get into a GOAT conversation, but my point is, like I said to you yesterday, Joe Flacco has one ring. Like, Eli's got two. But we don't talk about Eli at all like when it comes to legendary quarterbacks unless you live in the new york area yeah but down here where aaron Rodgers is considered the god 
of Wisconsin, I just expect a little bit more class and a little bit more influence on what he's trying to do to really build this team. It just seems like he just sits back and takes a check. And then he just gets mad when things don't work out or they don't make the right moves, they don't pick the right people, or they draft a quarterback like Jordan <laughs> Love when I'm sitting right there. You know, then that's what the news story is about. But they just, they prop this man up and I go, <clears throat> where's the track record? Other than the amazing stats and the record-breaking stuff, where's the where's the real success? Where's the real championships? The stuff you hang on the wall and put in the glass case. Where is all that? And if you're not going to get it here, where the hell else are you going to get it? I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling, but mm. that's just a point I wanted to make was stop talking so much, dude, and just start winning again if you're really that bad of a man. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are just made for each other. Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't really want to win that bad. Like They want to win, but they don't want to win that bad. Not that bad. They just want to be good enough to be competitive to keep their fans happy. Right. As and up to this that, they're okay with that. Yeah. And up to this point, that's been fine. It's not like the rest of our division has given them any semblance of a of a damn competition. Oh, well, now it's a different story. Now it's a different story. That's what my point is. Is <laughs> look at it now. And no, I'm not talking about the Bears, but look at Detroit. Look at Detroit. Look at your boys. And no, Minnesota, you can stay in the corner. We already roasted you last week. I won't bring it up again, but nope. you can stay in that corner with your with your Kirk Go chains. But look <laughs> at Detroit. I was I was like a proud stepfather <laughs> watching my kid on the football field like his little giants <laughs> watching the Detroit Lions. I was like, damn Lions, <clears throat> damn they got some hunger. Get y'all busting the Packers' ass twice, twice. twice. Twice they couldn't handle it. Oh man, that was it was a beauty to watch. How did you feel? <laughs> I felt fucking great, man. Fucking immaculate. <laughs> Nothing more satisfying to me than beating the Packers twice a year. I, I promise you that because I know for one, well, before this year, going forward, I feel like we can be something. Before this year, I knew the Lions weren't ever going to be anything, weren't ever going to win shit in the playoffs. So if we could beat the Packers once, right. I was like, okay, successful season. But yeah. to do it twice? Oh, man, I'm not going to fall. Twice? Man, not only twice. Them. Not only twice, them. you stopped their season. Yeah, yeah, we stopped their season. Like, Ice we, cold. We beat them twice, but we really beat them three times because we right. really sent them home in the playoffs too. Oh, Ah, that's oh, that's a that's a beauty. That's a beauty. And we finished with one more win than the motherfuckers. That's right. Winning record, right? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Winning record. Mm -hmm. Winning. I love it. Record. I love it. That's a as a well coached team. I mm -hmm. love Dan Campbell and what he's brought. A lot of talent on that team. A lot of talent. I'm in Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams. Once he gets up and healthy and rolling again, oh my God, that's going to be a nice one two punch at wide receiver. And still a high draft pick to come. So Good. only adding to the talent room now. Yeah. That's mm, <clears throat> don't be Lions. surprised, people. Lions might fuck around with the division. Next Lions year. might bite you in the ass next year. <laughs> it's not the same old Detroit. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's it's a beautiful thing. Talking about same old Detroit. Mm. It's the same old Buffalo Bills. Oh, 
the same old Buffalo Bills. That's that's a good transition into last week's playoff games. I like that. That was pretty good. Man. Oh, Buffalo. Let me highlight these, these Buffalo Bills real quick. Last week, you and I made some bets on uh, two games, and it was two shots apiece. And it was the Bengals-Bills game, mm-hmm. and it was the Cowboys and Niners game. Mm-hmm. And sure my, my, my friend here decided that, hey, he was going to roll with the Buffalo Bills. It's a good bet. And he was he was very sure, very sure, that the Cowboys were going to take care of business and take down San Fran. Oh, you were sure. sure. You were sure. sure. I wasn't very sure. <laughs> well, you said I said since confident. we're talking about it, I'm going to take them. I said since we're talking about it, I'm going to take them. Okay. okay. But I did That's say fair. on paper, the Niners should win this game. I That's did fair. Say yeah. I'll give you that. I know we, you and I talked about Brock Purdy and everything, but. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Brock Purdy. Still, still ain't. So we will get into the recap here, but you lost both bets, sir. Both bets. I sure did. So I think before you get into your recap, I think you should tell the, the people at home or in their cars, or on their Pelotons, whatever, what you're drinking for your shots, and take at least one shot. No, see, you were supposed to tell me what to buy. I thought that was for the next time. No, that was for this one, so you didn't Uh, tell me, so I didn't. What do you got? I got nothing. Nothing? Nothing? I got nothing. I don't don't keep no booze in the house unless something's going on. Oh, unless Tinder was happening. I got to keep the trees in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. I yeah. will I will pick something, and for next week's show, you may take your shots for that. Yeah, and if we bet again, then we could throw those on, too. We I could, do. I mean, we yeah. could do a side bet, because we got games coming yeah. up this week. Yeah, of course. No problem with that. Okay, uh, let me let me mull on the drink of choice. It's, gotta be, it's the first bet for the pod, so I got to make it good. Yeah, it's got to be a good one. It's got to be, be a good one. But remember, it's four shots. Four shots. Four shots. And I don't sure. expect you to do it all at once either because I'm not having you puke. No one wants to hear you throw up while oh, they're no, listening to this. <laughs> I'm going to do it all at once. Oh, whoa, my goodness. I mean, you, you're a young chap, so you probably can do it like that. Man, I used to be able to do it like that. I'm telling you, don't get old, brother. Don't get old. <laughs> I'm getting old. Because the shots just – the shots shoot back when you're my age, dude. Uh, they shoot back. They, they shoot, back shoot back real quick, real quick, they dude. Bust back. They bust back. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go. I'm sorry. Go on with the uh, Bengals and Bills game from last week, sir. Man, it's the same old Buffalo Bills, man. Same <sighs> old playoff Buffalo Bills. Let me tell you, when I say same old playoff Buffalo Bills, once again in the playoffs, the Buffalo Bills show you that their defense will fold and you can run all over them because Joe Mixon had himself a day. He had himself Woo! a buffet out there eating them boys alive, man. What did he run for? 20 carries, 105 and a tutty. Oh, mm. uh, fishing as they come. <laughs> and let me tell you about Josh Allen, man. All Josh right. Allen gets all this praise during the regular season. Oh, he's an MVP candidate. Oh, he's the leading reason why we're going to pick the Bills and win the Super Bowl. And let me let me read you his playoff stats for his oh, career. Oh, he's 41 no. of 81 for 59%. That's what he's completing, 59% mm. of his passes. Mm. For 617 yards, these are his playoff stats with three tuds, three picks. Wow. For an 80 rating, those are his playoff stats. Wow. Same old Buffalo Bills in the playoffs. And so, yeah, 
I'm with Stefan Diggs. I'm all in on Stefan Diggs. I was going to go a little in, like a little deeper into this, but I'm not because I thought a lot of people were going to be against Stefan Diggs. Well, hang on. So for people who don't know what Diggs did, why don't you run them through quickly why he's in the media right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. So on the sideline, the reason why he blew up on Josh Allen, because I'm sure everyone's seen him blow up on Josh Allen. Maybe. So the play before, um, so uh, I believe the Bengals were in like quarters coverage, like cover four. <laughs> He's going to get real technical here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a, if I remember correctly, it was like a post wheel flat or something like that on this other side. Do you need me to get your chalkboard? And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, okay. on Stefan Diggs' side, it was a, it was a, I think he had a post from the inside receiver, might have been a tight end, but, but a post. And then Stefan Diggs, I think he had a go and he burnt his man off the go. Mm. And you can see Josh Allen's eyes look in <laughs> Stefan Diggs' direction. I don't know, like you can't zoom in close enough to see exactly what he was looking at, but he was looking at his, his helmet was facing this way. Stefan Diggs was running that way. <laughs> Who else is he looking at? But he didn't throw the ball. Mm. So he nope. panicked. It looked like he panicked. He looked around again, looked around again, and then he that was on four downs. So he just threw an incomplete pass. But that was with like <laughs> nine minutes left in the game, seven right. minutes, left in the game, something like that. Something like that. Yep. Like, you know, Diggs was saying, look, you could you know you know who I am. They know who I am. <laughs> see, you seen the Minnesota Miracle when I threw the ball like this? And I just that, that guy. That 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 was me. <laughs> so like look we're still in this game if you make this throw like yo we score we're in this game we can we can do something and all Diggs was doing was showing you his passion for the game right. showing you how much he wants to win we 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 just killed Aaron Rodgers for not wanting to win exactly so for media members to kill Stefan Diggs doing this because he wants to win because he's wearing his emotions on his sleeve to me doesn't make any sense mm. and I think Stefan Diggs is Everything that's right with the game. I think he's a fantastic wide receiver. Totally. And I know he's going to be back. I know he's going to be back on his shit. I don't know if that team will. Because this team has showed you time and time again that in the regular season, they'll dominate. But come playoff time, if you can run the ball, they'll fold. You're not wrong. Hang on, let me check the detector. And no lies detected. All right. (laughs) None at all. And Josh Allen. If man, I'm not gonna get into what I really want to say about Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no. a, that's a topic for another day, and I don't want to get controversial on our first probably safe bet official episode. I don't want to get too controversial. I already killed half the the, the fan base with the Aaron Rodgers shit. So I <laughs> <laughs> thought it was hilarious. I had no idea what I'm talking about half the time. So they might have been like, "Oh, that's cute. He thinks he's what he's talking about." <laughs> <laughs> then oh, you're man, welcome. I'm- I'll just say this about Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen has shown me a lot of what he can't do this season. And he has shown me why Stefan Diggs is a little more valuable to this team than he is. I remember, no, the world might remember because it was a nationally televised game. When they played <laughs> Detroit on Thanksgiving and they uh-huh. almost got that ass bust by us. Mm-hmm. Almost. It's close, but it's guess really who carried Stefan Diggs. Guess who Josh Allen was hugging? Oh, oh, thanks, baby. He was in almost in tears. Stefan Diggs. He was like, oh my God, he was thank you. Stefan Diggs. Thank you, baby. <laughs> and this was another one of them moments. Yeah. Big time moment. The only difference was they lost. Yeah. 
or, or else Josh Allen would have been hugging on Stefan Diggs like that again. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And so Fruit baskets I just, and everything. I just, I just wanted to read uh, these stats. Um, th- this is before uh, Stefan Diggs got to Buffalo, and I'll end it like this. Okay. Um, Josh Allen before Stefan Diggs. Check these numbers out. Mm. He threw for less than 3,100 yards. I didn't even want to write the full number. I just Ooh. less than 3,100 yards. Sub 3,100. 58% of his mm. passes were completed. Mm. 58. He threw 20 touchdowns. He threw nine picks. That's not mm. that good. Mm. Not that good. No. That's an 85 quarterback rating. That's not that good. Not so much. It's, it's not terrible, but it's not that good. Let me read you Stefan Diggs' stats before he got to Buffalo. Oh. And, and I'm being nice to Josh Allen. I didn't I didn't write his stats <laughs> from the season before. I, yeah, I we don't talk about that. Season. We can skip no, that season. I, I, the one that he did a little bit better on, that's right. the one I wrote down. We know how uh, he started. <laughs> now, these, these last two, because Josh Allen pl- started for two years before Diggs got there. So right. the, the, the last two years before Diggs got there. 102 catches, 1,021 yards, nine touchdowns. Hmm. Next season, less catches, 63 catches, more yards, 1,130 yards, six touchdowns. So, Stephon Diggs been that dude, man. Right. That's just solid numbers. That's with, like, Teddy Bridgewater or Ace Keenum and – Oh, Keenum. Dudes like that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He was still the guy. Minnesota, he was that that man in Minnesota. And Mm -hmm. I I know Justin Jefferson – is absolutely that man now in Minnesota. Great. Oh, Wonderful. Down. I love that kid. That dude is a highlight machine. But Diggs is definitely a top-tier receiver. Diggs is, Diggs is in my top five, for sure. Totally. I agree. I would agree with that. My top five, for sure. And it still feels like he's he hasn't maximized what he can bring to the table yet. You know, like, he plays wide receiver, so it's hard. It's hard. To, to really – like, cause he, it's hard to be a receiver. Exactly. He's the leader of that team. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, who's lineman? Deion Dawkins said on Stefan Diggs's top 100 video, he said, Stefan Diggs is the best player in the league. You saw what happened when he came to our team. Mm. You can look it up too. You can look it up too. (laughs) Deion Dawkins, the starting left tackle for the Bills, said that. That's respect. So I dig that. Man, so I say that, that to say he had every right to go at Josh Allen the way he did, to and get it, in his ass the way he did. And it didn't even seem that bad. It wasn't, it it wasn't, wasn't. even that bad. And, and I didn't even see that clip until, like, after the fact. And then people started freaking out because he, like, was the first one in the locker room and then he just took his shit and left. Oh, oh, wait. So, like, hold on. Hold on. So, the media wanted him to really let them know or let the media know how he really felt? Right. Oh, like, oh. What did, like, what did you want him to do? So y'all killed them over that Josh Allen bullshit. Right. Y'all ain't going to kill him over what he going to say to y'all next. Oh, yeah. No, no. no you guys are lucky he didn't stay. Right. He I want to hear what he your sake. Say. <laughs> yeah, but for your sake, you are lucky that he left. Right. He That is somebody who knows, y'all. He knows his own temper. He knows he's yeah. a professional. Yeah. And he removed himself from the situation. Now, whatever perception you want of that concept is one thing. But if he had hauled off on some media because he was emotional and in his feelings, which he had every right to be, then you make that story into something it doesn't need to be. 
This is just an athlete who was emotional, who had every right to be emotional in a big-time game, where they blew it again, and he just removed himself from the situation. So people need to chill the fuck out. Yep. Everything is fine in Buffalo. They'll be back. They're still a really good team, but you're right. They have shown you the blueprint of busting that ass. They do <laughs> wide every open. year. Wide open. Wide like, open. If you have a run game, you're going to be successful against Buffalo for now. Joe Next Mixon. year, oh, Joe man. Mixon is – and y'all better start respecting my boy, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Oh, man. That's Respect a hell of a running him. back. That's that, a hell that of a running dude back. stays under the radar and just performs. He does his job. He does he's it overshadowed well. by those wide receivers and Joe Burrow. Exactly. And I get he it. That's a lot of Before, before, before all that, all Mixon them. held that together by himself. Yeah. Or any of those receivers got there. When he was oh. Andy Dalton and yeah. AJ Green. Oh. <laughs> he was with them boys. I and think he was, he was with Martin running. Jones and uh Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> right. Jill <Gio> Bernard and <laughs> Dude is a is a block of ice just running through these people. So like Mixon is no joke. And y'all yeah. should feel sorry that she didn't put more respect on his name going into that game. Yeah. Now that being said, next week is another game. I expect the same thing. And we'll get into the preview for next week too, but I expect more mixing. Mixing all day. Because he's no. gonna he's gonna lead him to success. No, I I like mixing against that front. That front is good against the pass. Yes. Not the run. I think mixing might have a big day. And yeah. that would be amazing to see. But we'll get into that. Let's uh sidestep. We spent a lot of time with Bengals Bills, which for good reason, because twenty seven to ten is just that was a very surprising outcome. And real quick, before we leave, I just want to get a quick shout-out to the Cincinnati Bengals. They played very well. I, I spent a lot of time bashing on the Bills. They played Woo! very well in those conditions. They ran the ball well. They were efficient in the past game. Yes. Um, Everything was schemed up very nicely. Like they two, went on and executed. They did two touchdowns thing. right out the gate, and Buffalo was just shook, mm-hmm. and they just could not break out. And you know what? And you know what Cincinnati does that I love? Now, Cincinnati, they're typically a three-step Offense, so typically Burrow takes three steps in his drop yeah. instead of five. Right. Um, what's his name? Josh Allen normally takes five. That's why I brought that That's up. That's right. So even though he only normally takes a three-step drop, on the first drive, who did he hit for like a 30-yard, 40-yard touchdown? I didn't even see. Jamar but, Chase. Jamar Chase, I would imagine. Their number one guy. <laughs> Guess what? Guess why they won? Maybe because they throw the ball deep to their number one guy. Mm. And throw it on target to their number one guy. What <laughs> a concept. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, oh my I God. I don't believe I that it. actually works. I need some water now. I need right. Some water. <laughs> oh, my Get God. Get the wine glass. <laughs> yes. I, I just, oh, my God. It's It doesn't have to be that hard. No. And, yes, and I, I get what other people say. You know, when you're Cincinnati, they've had a lot of rough years. You never want to get so bad where you have to get a Jamar Chase. I get that. But now that you got him, man, enjoy it. Enjoy it. They have a trio. Burrow. Burrow with a trio of just nasty receivers. And then you add Mixon. My God. that's Don't, don't let them get another high-end tight end. And then, I mean, Hayden Hurst isn't bad. He's not bad. But if they, man, if they, if they can land – Another above average tight end. I'm sorry, it's done. It's done. No, they're gonna they're they're gonna save Kyle Pitts' career. And uh, <laughs> somebody needs to. 
Yeah, someone needs to save his career. We don't say we don't say Kyle Pitts in my presence, by the way. Don't after he, my lifeline. Don't no, lifeline. no, I need him to I need him to suffer after he tanked my entire fantasy season this year. Not his fault. It's not, not his fault. fault. I get it, but I still have to blame somebody, and I'm gonna blame Kyle Pitts. He, he's a stud. <sighs> Please get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Somebody, Lions. Let me. We we just traded TJ. Come on, I trade mean, one of our first round. I would be right. happy. We trade one of our first round picks for Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts on another team would be amazing. I I agree with that. With Atlanta, oh my god, it just a dumpster fire. On the Detroit, on that man, you in the pipe dreams. He is not going to Detroit. I'll be damned. I'll do four shots. If you... <laughs> no, he's stuck in Atlanta. Unfortunately. He is stuck in Atlanta. Uh, right. Let us let us move on to Cowboys Niners. The other game you lost Ooh. because of your boys down in Dallas. Oh, how um, many? I am so sorry, Dallas Dallas Cowboys fans, and I know a few of you. I am so sorry because this is an endless cycle of pain, and I know a thing or two about endless cycles of pain. But I don't I never understand how every year it's the same bear trap that's laid for Dallas Cowboy fans and they step into it every damn year. Let me tell you. Oh, it's like a it's like being in a toxic relationship. Yes. It's like, okay, so Dak shows you, oh, my God, there's so much hope. He he destroyed Tom Brady. Oh, my God. He outplayed the GOAT. He's the Maybe best. there's a shot. And then, we, the, we them boys. Exactly one week later, we them boys. We them boys. We them boys riding all the way down to San Francisco right? to get we them boys. Philly who? Smacked. We want Philly. Get them smacked like, oh, wait, no, wait, Dak, no. You're still that same trash-ass, oh. mediocre-ass, throw-plenty-picks-ass quarterback. My, I just couldn't. It's a never-ending cycle. Like, oh, you still suck. Oh wait, no, there's hope. Oh no, you suck. Oh no, there's hope. It, so it's they're eight and eight. Very they're, toxic. They're, they're the story of the eight and eight team that can't get over the hump. Right. But they just mask it and dress it up a little better. Right. So they'll pour all their fandom about mid-season when they're because they're decent in season. They're good. I got some big wins this year. Great. Yeah. But then you get to like that that third trimester of the season, if we want to call it that. And that's when the fever pitch happens. And that's when every analyst goes like, oh, this is Dallas's year, I think. I think Dak's going to show you something now. This is it. I think the Cowboys <laughs> are the ones. This is going to be their year. And nope. they run into the buzzsaw. I, I don't care who they play. It doesn't matter who they play in every playoff game they get to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They get destroyed even if the score isn't a big whoop like emotionally they just get the dagger in the testicles every time <laughs> twist the knife every time it's it's I'm, at this point like because i have nothing against the cowboys i'm just sorry i'm sad i'm sad for them i'm sorry guys and again that's pity coming from a bears fans but for a bears fan like i'm not the one who should be pitying you but it's just so sorry to see Every year, it sucks because it, they they have a championship level defense. I agree. And Michael Parsons played, is a ridiculous athlete, and their collection of uh, secondary players, they're they're very good. Secondary. Yeah, very like, good. Up front, they're stout with D Law and Parsons. Yeah, they have spent time and money uh, on putting together. Yeah, very solid team. Yeah, 
But it's just they can't get over the hump because they they're stuck with a forty million dollar quarterback that's mediocre. Mediocre. Tony Romo. Anyway, um, that's just it's sad to see at this point. I, it's not that I feel sorry for him. It's just no, I don't feel sorry for him because not at all. They're the ones that made these bad investments. They right. invested in Dak, and they invested into kicking Amari Cooper off that team. Exactly. Exactly. For for for, for why for for Michael I, Gallup? I, right. For why? why? Bro, you could have you could have had CD and Amari Cooper. Maybe you could have had, had a it. better chance. <laughs> right. Maybe you could have had a better chance with you see what Amari Cooper was doing this year with Jacoby Brissett. Right. That man is still talented. I'm not sure why you thought he was a problem. Cooper's still a top top five mm. route runner. Just route runner. Route runner, yes. Top five. Cooper is nice with the routes. They're re- the grass isn't always greener. And no. you didn't replace Coop with anybody of any kind of semblance. No. So now no, you have a hole. Because they said that they didn't need to replace Coop because they already had the talent in the room with they Michael got it. Gallup. We're good. We got Gallup. We're fine. Like, what? No. Michael, you think that's Michael Jordan? <laughs> Man, that's Michael Gallup, bro. Right? Oh, that ain't Air Jordan. That's God. Gallup Jordan. Gallup Jordan. <laughs> Damn. That shit. And what were Michael Gallup's stats for that game? If you want to remind me? I don't me? know. He was irrelevant. <clears throat> um, yeah, zeros across the board. Zeros. Yeah, he was irrelevant. Zeros. Irrelevant. Now, CD. No, okay, well, CD, yes. No, CD. I, that's, no, that's my that's guy. A dog. <laughs> that dude. That's man, a dog right there. That is purebred. Pure... <laughs> Championship level bloodline. 10, re- ten, right ten receptions for 117 yards. I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns, but the guy was carving him no, up for a bit. That that pass, no, it wasn't even a pass. That dying duck that Dak threw, yeah, like fifty yards down the field that he had to adjust for. <laughs> mm. Oh my god, that this right there tells you the beautiful. story of Dak and Ceedee Lamb, <laughs> right? And that's all there really is to it. I mean, Lamb and you know Dalton Schultz is okay. I know they brought T.Y. in, but I don't know what you expected from T.Y. Like, yeah, if Andrew Lincoln throw him the ball, he's he's nobody. He's nobody which, I mean, I, used to, I, I still respect the man, but I don't know. He's I just, looking. like I said before, on the last, on the lost pod, it was just, I looked at the Niners, and I don't, I get what they say about with Brock Purdy and being a rookie, and and like I said to you, it's like having a Lamborghini and just handing someone the keys to it. You can... Be a successful quarterback with that kind of team. That's a plug and play offense. Yeah. So the whole the whole Purdy argument, in my opinion, it needs to stop. People need to stop. The man is he, he's not an elite quarterback. No one's saying that. But damn, is he not doing his job above no, average? Like he is. All he's doing. He is he's moving that team job. along. He's. He's just doing his job, and he's not messing up. Right, exactly. <laughs> to, to the point where he puts his team in jeopardy because that team is too talented, Way to, too talented to ever be down as long as you don't fuck up. I saw the Chicago Bears march towards Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. If that, if Sexy Rexy can get us to the sh- almost all the way to the show before he got hurt, then Brock Purdy can absolutely, I say – Win a championship with that team. team with a team like this. With a team like this, why not? Yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. 
but I don't think they get past the Eagles, and I can save that for later. We'll get to that. So I'm, I mean, I'm curious on your on your picks for sure. I will finish yeah. up. So Niners beat the Cowboys nineteen to twelve. Interesting <laughs> game. Uh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of, of your... wait, but real quick, speaking of looking like a rookie, uh, Dak looked like a rookie. Yes, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, that Niners defense is for real. Niners defense is definitely for real. Niners offense, I still think, hasn't even hit that next gear yet in a playoff run. So it's going to be interesting this coming week, too. Yeah. Uh, you, you did say the name of the Eagles. I will quickly touch on the massacre that was Eagles-Giants, 38-7. to That's the reason why I wore black today. Uh, yeah? Good morning? R.I.P. Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel Jones. R.I.P. Daniel Jones. Mm. R.P. Darius Slayton. Oh, he was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, R.P. the Giants. Um, it was a fun first round. Them being the Vikings, I thought was just more about the Vikings being the Vikings. A pretend team. Pretend team. The frauds needed to leave, so we we got the frauds out. And then the elite of the elite came in. Whew. And uh, kind of just ended that story for him real quick. Really, very fast. It, yeah. It never got the ground for the Giants. No, no it never no. did. The the Eagles are. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the Eagles, but they're they're, no. they're really good at football. I I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they, they're really good at football. They got a little some cooking in Philly. As yeah. as much as it pains me to admit that, just because like, I have again a sour spot, and I still can't understand my sour spot for the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe yeah. I never will. What'd you say, Nick Foles? Oh, maybe that's it. That's Maybe that's it. It's because Foles it. got it done with them. And then we decided to pay him money to pretend to play football. You're going to get me on a tangent I don't want to go on. Anyway, that's the Eagles. I don't mind them, but I'm a little sour about them. But the Giants and the whole, oh, Daniel Jones earned his contract. And even I was saying that the week before, like, oh, he showed me something. Yeah, I was wrong. Hmm. I was very wrong. Yeah, that's what happens when you, you go against our right, – so. In, in Madden terms, the Eagles are a team of um, like 90 overalls. Yes. And then the fucking Giants are just a bunch of like 75s. And then Saquon's, you know what I'm saying, Saquon. And then... Somebody needs to save my guy, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> he doesn't deserve this. That man's a special talent. And this team is an anchor around his neck. Yeah. Let, let that man fly. I don't care where he goes. People keep saying he's going to go to the Bears, and I'm like, I don't know about that. But – no, no, I don't see it. But let that man fly. He's gonna fuck around and go to the Rams. I don't even see why. Tear that whole thing down. Tear, tear it down. Not to joke. The Rams. The Rams I mean, still got a shot. Then, from they this got, last year, I don't. I don't think so. I think in my opinion, one and done. The, they still had the best player in football, in my opinion, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, of course. But and then, and he's kind of looking at the end of his career pretty soon here. Oh, he could still play. Absolutely, but, but in that window, in that window, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. But, that, but that's a conversation for another day. Another, another day conversation. But long story short, yes, the the Giants got a shellacking. Daniel Jones, fifteen for twenty seven. I'm sorry, fifteen out of twenty seven attempts, uh, one hundred thirty five yards, one pick. That's it. Fifty three point eight rating. That is harsh. No need to go through the uh, the Eagles numbers. Nope. Just say they were very impressive numbers. They were firing on all cylinders. They shut down everything New York had. Everything. 
No, they got they pressure won. when they needed it. They yeah. Got stops when they needed them. They scored points at will. It was a, just a freight show yeah. for yeah. for the New York, for the New York Giants. That's you know, you get a participation medal and we move on from there. Moving uh, on to the Chiefs and uh Jaguars. Your boys, the Jags. <laughs> this game was a little closer than it should have been because Mahomes Agreed. got hurt. Yeah. That's really the only reason why. That's it. Yeah, because Mahomes was him and him and Kelsey were tearing that ass up <laughs> <laughs> before he went out. That's the best one. In my opinion, that's the best one two punch in football. Kelsey's a oh, bad man. <laughs> bad, bad man. That boy Kelsey. Oh my god. I never seen a white boy with wiggle like that. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> to be that big and have a wiggle like that, oh my god! Kelsey, Kelsey is nice. He's invited to all the barbecues, <laughs> all the cookouts. Kelsey is nice. Good lord, your your boy Trevor Lawrence. He, he gave it a fair shot. I'll give him some credit, but it just it wasn't happening for him. It was like like I said earlier that that KC front is good against the pass, not right? The run. Etn had a great game running the ball. He did. But Trevor Lawrence struggled because they got pressure here and there. They they made him a little uncomfortable. They picked him off. And that, that front's good against the pass. It and is. They're getting hot at the right time. I, I think Jacksonville is just – Jacksonville will be fine. I think we talked about this. Jacksonville yes, will be fine. I have high hopes. And this, that does lead me to two questions that I'm going to ask you regarding this game, and then we'll move on. Number one, Jacksonville, as you know, will be adding Calvin Ridley to the squad next year. How much of an impact do you think that makes for Jacksonville next season? I actually think that makes a big impact because I don't know if people remember who Calvin Ridley was, mm. but Calvin Ridley was – all right, let's just say this. In fantasy, he was going in the top Woo! three rounds. Yep. That's <laughs> right. four rounds. That, that was Calvin Ridley. Yep. So he, he's a number, a true number one receiver that can win in one-on-one press man situations. And he doesn't have that right now. Christian Kirk is not a number one receiver that can win a man in press man situations. Neither nope. is Zay Jones. Nope. And at this point, as much as I love him, Marvin Jones is not either. <laughs> Your boy, Marvin Jones. Though those are complimentary receivers. Um, and Evan Ingram, who I, who they need to bring back, yes. is going to be their number two option if Calvin Ridley comes back. I mean, not if when, when. Calvin Ridley comes back. And if they bring Evan Ingram back, that's going to be their second option. I think he'll be a big boost to that offense. Um, and I think Trevor Lawrence's numbers are going to go up. His interceptions are going to go down. And I think Calvin Ridley, he, he'll be one of those 1,000-yard, 10-touchdown type receivers. Mm. I can easily see a 1,200-yard, 14-touchdown season from him because Trevor Lawrence is going to be slinging that thing. Absolutely. There's no doubt about Trevor Lawrence getting 40, 45 pass attempts a game. Easy. I agree. I, I will go one better, and I am going to prematurely claim that the Jags are going to win the division next year. I'll put it out there, and we can we can revisit this conversation at that oh. time for sure. Yeah. But no, I, no. I want it on record. I think that's how big of an impact Ridley is going to make. Well, that's that's not far fetched at all. I don't think it is. I like, actually agree with that. I know they, they kind of ass backwards did it this year, but I feel like. Next year is that solid division win where they become an actual threat. Yeah. No, um, they they have all the pieces. They're they're kind of like the Lions. Yep. I'm being honest with you. Just quietly like putting it together. Like the Lions, yeah, they're slowly putting it together. 
Um, their young pieces are coming through. Trayvon Walker is looking pretty decent. Um, Doug Peterson's an amazing Allen. coach. Yeah, Doug Dougie P. Like, um, look they got how, the pieces look, on all turnaround. ETN and those receivers with Ridley, like we just mentioned. Right. Coming, coming I back. think the turnaround has been understated, and I yeah. think next year you're going to start seeing them in a different light, where yeah, you kind of don't want to see them in a playoff spot. No, no. But yeah, future's right for them, but. Uh, Casey just showed him why Casey is Casey. Why that, they are the cream of the crop. Yes. And that brings me to my second question is the Mahomes injury. How much of an impact do you think that plays into his next game? Um, I don't think it'll... I mean, of course, anytime you take away some mobility from a somewhat mobile quarterback, it's going to affect his game somewhat. Mm. But even without the mobility, if we're being honest... Patrick Mahomes is still the best pocket quarterback in the league. 100%. I agree. <laughs> so It's hard to argue he, that point. <laughs> he, 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 can, he can make throws that no one can make. And he can just do things that no one else can do. And that's why he is who he is. And that's why, in my opinion, he's by far the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, and so I think it'll affect him. He'll be 95% of himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just get He'll the sliver just off, fine. just the five percent off. He'll be just fine, man. Okay. He's gonna be dotting up Kelsey. Him and Kelsey are gonna get hot and get it going. That's gonna be a fun ass game to watch. Oh yes, sir. Very much looking forward to it. Man, actually, both games this coming weekend are gonna be, I think, just dynamite games. So wait, hold on. Since we already brushed up on those, mm. let's just go ahead and jump into predictions. Let's let's get there. Let's get there. We got Niners we got Eagles. Eagles. Okay, okay, okay. You want to start there? Let's Niners start there. Eagles? Okay, okay, cool, cool. Niners and Eagles. Well, I guess I'll start. I'll just go out and state the obvious. I'm pretty sure everyone knows by now that I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. Okay. I um, like the I pick. Th- I think the Eagles will come out um, firing early. I think they're going to hit a bump in the road somewhere in the third quarter. I think the Niners are going to put up a fight, um, get the game close. But I think the Eagles sneak away with like a four point victory. I got the Eagles winning 24 20. Okay. 24 20. Mm-hmm. Now, are we putting bets on this one? Are we, we putting bets bet on both? One. We can bet both. Let's bet Two both. Two shots again. Two shots again. So if I lose, I get eight shots. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to do this next podcast by myself when you're passed out <laughs> at your damn keyboard. Oh, my okay, just- God. Raping all the right, <laughs> sweating and shit. Okay, I like it. We'll, we'll do four shots. We'll make sure we actually have the liquor ready for next time too. I, I'm glad you picked the Eagles, because I, I got this uh, this sickness, this um, symptoms. You know, kind of feeling a little hot. I think I'm coming down with party fever. Oh, I think that's what they call it. Purdy fever. Consider me 100% buying the hype. I am on the Purdy train. Mm. Woo! Choo-choo. Mm. Chugga-chugga-choo-choo. That kid, is, that kid is showing you something. And I'm thinking it's all of a sudden you're looking at the whole body of work he's done the last few weeks here. And this kid, that, that team believes in that kid. Hmm. And I think if you got enough belief in yourself and from your teammates, I think you could be anybody. 
And I think the Niners are just, again, not to take anything from Philadelphia, because I think they have a, just a ridiculously good team. But I think the Niners match up very well with them, especially on defense. And Purdy does just enough. He takes care of the ball. He has some really good passes he's made. He keeps them in the game. And I think all you have to do to beat Philly is just hang with them. I'm not expecting them to beat. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say 24, no, 20, 21, 24. I'm going to say just last minute field goal. Mm. It's going to be down to the wire. Last minute field goal. Niners win. They stun Philly and Philadelphia. Mm. And the Brock Purdy hype train goes completely off the rails when they think of the the, the storyline that Mr. Irrelevant, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, would be the first rookie quarterback in a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. I think that narrative is going to just get unleashed all over ESPN and Bleacher Report and Stephen A. Smith's going to talk about it. I can I can see it in my dreams. I'm going Niners with a last minute field goal. Man, it's, Bad. I, I, I just find it crazy that you like. It's not that you're wrong. I think it's crazy <laughs> that you that you say when you believe when the team believes like you know the team believes in Purdy like they, you can beat anybody. Yes. Believe, man. I gotta believe. These last few weeks. I mean, what about this whole season? Like, has Jalen Hurts not showed you this whole season? Of course. And you and I on the loss episode, I said Hurts deserves to be MVP. I still believe that. And that's why they're going to win this game. But as your boy Rodgers would like to say, MVP and championships are two different things. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But yes, just because I think Hurts is an MVP doesn't mean I think he's a champion yet. It's two different things. So you think and Purdy is? I didn't say that either. Even if the Niners, let's say the Niners somehow win a Super Bowl, I don't think Purdy's even going to be Super Bowl MVP. Not mm. saying that. All I'm saying is he does enough to keep them in the game. If they don't outright dominate teams, they hang with them. They hang just a little too long, and they catch you in the ass. They bite mm-hmm. you. I think the Eagles get bit this weekend like that there's there's a big difference in the team that the Niners are preparing for this weekend as opposed to the last two that they played you're not wrong and they, I don't they, think... got, they, got, they got a dog at quarterback they do this ain't Geno all due respect to Geno Smith this ain't Geno Smith this ain't Geno Smith all due respect to Dak Prescott it's damn sure not Dak Prescott damn sure ain't Dak Prescott <laughs> I agree with you this motherfucker but... is Jalen Hurts he he is the sole reason why Philly wins games. Right. Dak and Gino, their teams win in spite of them at times. I absolutely agree. Jalen Hurts is the driving force of this team, and I think Jalen Hurts will get them this dub. I will also remind you, my brother in Christ, that this Niners team was just in a Super Bowl just a couple years ago. Not much has changed. So it's as much as they are preparing for a completely different team, I think other than Purdy, who hasn't wasn't there last time, like most of this team has been here before. They have experience. They took down Rodgers trying to get to a Super Bowl. They are ready for this type of matchup. I think they show you something. And I think you're gonna be doing a lot of shots next week, sir. Well, uh, we'll see. I'm pretty if- confident in the Eagles. This 
<laughs> I mean, this Niners team, they're missing DeForest Buckner and they're missing Richard mm-hmm. Sherman. Those are two really big, important pieces of that Super Bowl team. I'd Just say one. Buckner more than Sherman, but sure. No, no, no. Sherman was an all-pro. I know he was, and I love Richard when, Sherman. But when he like, was on the Niners, who was an all-pro on the Niners? They have changed some schemes, and I think it works for them. <gasps> even without Sherman, even without that level of talent, I think they make up for it with the kind of fronts they put up. So I just I feel like again nothing dominant. I think it's gonna be a squeaker, but I feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like they pull it out the last second here. I feel like um, I just feel like the Eagles' defense are gonna hold them off because the Niners are get the ball last. So I think Jalen Hurts oh. is gonna put up some points, <laughs> and then the Niners' defense is. I mean, the Niners' offense is gonna get stopped with that defense, but we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. See. We'll see. All right, that's a good bet. Bengals Chiefs. My Bengals friend. and Chiefs. Bengals Chiefs. Man, mm. I'm riding with the best one-two punch in football, man. Mm. I know Joe Burrow over there playing fucking he he lob city over there with mm-hmm. with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd and handing that thing off to Joe Mixon. But man, give me some of Holmes and give me some Kelsey. <laughs> man. If I got 15 throwing at 87, I got a chance. So I'm taking the best one-two punch in football and I'm riding with that. I got the Chiefs winning a shootout. I got it 33-29. Okay, okay. I think the Chiefs win on a game-winning touchdown. (sighs) Game-winning touchdown. Once again, I am so glad you picked the Chiefs. can, Can I ask you a question, sir? Yeah. How many times has Burrow lost to Mahomes? None. Zero. And None. that's going to continue, sir. <laughs> this is Joe Cool. This is this is what they call him now, Snow Joe. This is Snow Joe. That man is made of ice. I don't care what the Chiefs got. I don't care where the Chiefs play. I'm sorry, Burrow is his kryptonite, and it's a beautiful thing. As long as those three receivers are staying hot. I don't care what the Chiefs have. And they will beat anybody with that trio. And, of course, my guy, Joe Mixon, of course. Again, like we said before, Chiefs are vulnerable on the run. Well, you know, they're great against the pass. All you got to do is mix that up, and I'm thinking Bengals. And, again, not, not a dominant victory, but they have the formula to take it to Mahomes. And I, I dig Mahomes. I, I respect the hell out of that guy. I think every time you look at back in generations of legendary football play, you know, the Brady and Mannings and the Rodgers and the Breeze and all that shit, there's always that other rival that you just can't seem to beat. And I don't think Mahomes expected to run into that this quickly, but Burrow is that guy. And I think Burrow is somebody who is going to be a thorn in his ass for years to come including this weekend where the Bengals return to the Super Bowl. And no one's – and I'm going to be the only one around here saying, fucking told you so, because they are just lighting people up now. And it's in different ways. They're winning in different creative ways, and it's really refreshing to see it. The stats may not even be all the way up to where they used to be even last year, but, like, man, they got creative. They're getting hot, too, just like the Chiefs were. And I think you're gonna you see an amazing game, but I think Joe Money is gonna cash in again. And I might 
I might have to laugh a little bit at that one too. Joe Money. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with five more nicknames for Joe Burrow by next week. <laughs> Just because I think I believe in him that much. Uh, as for score, oh man. You know what? I'm gonna say another last minute field goal. I'm gonna say 30 27. 30 27. I think you run into a lot of defense. I think we end up getting some field goals that we don't expect. Mm. And I got Bengals taking that last-minute drive yeah. and kicking it for a win, if not even in overtime. But something like that, something last-minute for both games. Yeah. But I'm going Bengals and Niners, which would be a very interesting Super Bowl, in my opinion. Bengals and Niners. That's what I like. That would be an interesting Super Bowl. Very. Like, that's the one you didn't see coming. Honestly, I think the Bengals would destroy them. What, oh, if they get past the Chiefs, Bengals are winning yeah. the entire thing. I'd go yeah. one better for you. This, no, this could be the crown. If they, play, if they play Philly, then Philly, eh, that, that'd be a closer game. That's but, a close game. If, but Niners, if, I think they're destroying the Niners. I believe it's the same thing. I think that's where the Purdy train might end. Pull into the station. That's fine. In the middle of the station. In the middle of the station, they stall out. If the Bengals get past the Chiefs, they're winning the entire thing. But not, I, honestly, good for them if they do. Honestly, I think whoever wins this game is probably going to be the Super Bowl favorite. Think so? I'd agree yeah. with that. The Chiefs and the the Bengals, just because they they have the better quarterbacks. The AFC is a killer conference. Like just they, they have the two best quarterbacks. I'm so both. glad we're in the NFC. I would hate to deal with these guys multiple times oh, a year. Yeah. My God. Yeah, we get Kirk Cousins and shit. Right. Like, yeah. like okay, Fuck, dude. Right. <laughs> Skyler Thompson, but no, he's AFC. My bad. Uh, <laughs> that's just oh my god. But no, yeah, it's it's gonna be a good game, man. Because KC's run game is getting hot. I mean, Pacheco yes. he had twelve carries, ninety five yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, where the hell game. did Pacheco come from? Man, he he stole Tyreek Hill's number and started playing like Tyreek Hill. Just like, out of, like, is it the number? Like, it's got to be that number. The 10. hell, got to be that number ten. Every time y'all started him in fantasy, I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> Isaiah, Pacheco. and they would just. Bust my ass every time. Him and Jared McKinnon. Yeah. Right. Somehow became a McKinnon. glorified one-two punch. McKinnon was a nobody a few years ago. He barely got on with Minnesota. I was like, he's a nobody. And, okay, I was wrong about McKinnon. Like, shit. Shady McCoy 2.0. Right. Where did these guys come from? Kansas just picking up trash off the fucking beach and shining it up real nice and making diamonds out of them, man. Man, it's, it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong there. So we'll see. All right, those are those are some good bets. So I got KC and Philly in the Super Bowl. Nothing. That shit, is, man. To, man, that's the Super Bowl mm. I want to see. You know why? Why? One reason is because I don't know if there's ever been a time where we we've had two minority quarterbacks play against each other in the Super Bowl. You are not wrong, sir. I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't think it has. So not Mahomes, that I can think of. And Jalen to play in the Super Bowl, man, I'm all in that. For that reason, absolutely, I agree. That would be that. a wonderful thing. And I think these two teams, I don't want to say they have the most talent, but I think, you know, matchups, you know, like in boxing, MMA, fighting, matchups make or styles make fights. Oh, totally. Offensively, yes. That would be a lot of fireworks for those two. Styles make fights. Andy Reid versus his old team. Right. Styles make that's, fights. That's a lot of story. To make that a very emotional game, man. To see, see, the, are the Eagles going to come out run heavy? Are they going to use that zone read scheme to expose the 
the weak run front, or right. are they going to come out throwing too? Because they can hit you with that too. And how That's... are they going to stop Mahomes and Kelsey? You know, you don't know. Right. You see, they're they're good on the perimeter, but Kelsey operates in the interior. So that's that could be a matchup nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So like they're strong where you're weak. It's a good point. That's what I that I think just for like the overall chess match. That's yeah, I mean the the out of the combinations with these last four teams, honestly, I think the Super Bowl is in good hands. Like you think so? Young quarterbacks, even you know if it's like Niners, Chiefs, like whatever. I do not want to see the Niners. I, in the, I, I'm I sorry. don't. That's like the one I don't want to see. I agree. That's the one I don't want to see. But at the same time, it's like young quarterbacks doing their thing. Lots of offensive fireworks. Christian McCaffrey, Debo, all that. Like it offensively. With that's what I've been saying. Offensively with the combinations, I think you get a good game from the Super Bowl. No matter who wins these games. That being said, yes, there is a ranking and a tier of what combinations are the best ones I want to see. And Niners Chiefs is dead last by a mile. <laughs> By a mile. By a mile. But I still think it'd be a good game. Yeah, it definitely would be a good game, just not as fun to watch. True. But that's what Rihanna's gonna be for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. That's gonna be good. Now you said something about fighting. Did you want to talk and touch on man, the UFC? Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. I think that could be the last subject for the day. Man, so Let's let's hit up Brandon Moreno first, the co-main event. Co-main so, event. I don't know if you did you watch the fight. I I always watch the recap. If I can't you catch it live, I watch the recap next day. Mm. But yeah, Moreno, he had himself a a dominant outing against Fig. Oh yeah, he ended that rivalry on a high note. I don't know if you saw it, but I did. Yes, he hit Fig in the eye with like a I think it was like a left. It was hook. A, yes. And that was it. Like, yeah, Davis and Reese for it. No, I'm going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Without getting knocked the fuck out. You got right. to knock the fuck out. He, no, he saw some stars. Yeah. 100%. No, it was Dunzo. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, not wrong. And now they're saying Fig is going up a weight class. And I'm like, that's. He's going to struggle. I, I think so. Like, I don't know if that's a good choice. I don't think it is. I mean, he has no choice. Uh, yeah, division's cleaned out at this point. But what what he's been doing is pretty much weight bullying these dudes. Like, oh yeah, he's so much bigger than everyone else in his weight class. Um, like if you saw him and Moreno on fight night, it, he looked way bigger than Moreno. True, even though they're um, both like kind of smaller guys, but like, yeah, he definitely yeah. outweighed him. And he he really doesn't do anything technically great. He just overwhelms people with his yes. power. It's a lot of aggression. So much bigger than everyone else in his weight class, right? So I think if he when he moves up to what, one thirty five, yeah, I believe so. Yep, one thirty five. He'll be fighting like Sean O'Malley, ooh, and like Cheeto Vera. You don't want any of those guys. No, I you. think O'Malley and Vera knock him out. You don't want none of those problems, brother. Nah, and even I even throw Aljamain Sterling on there, even though Aljamain has a different style. <sighs> I think Aljamain will handle him pretty easily. I am still not an Aljamain Sterling guy. Look, you don't I have can't. to be. You just I, hey, just call it how you just call it how you see. I call it. like I see it for sure. And the man's won. He's, he's, he was champion. Like fine, but I it's the same way I felt about. Uh, who am I 
thinking. I'll get back to it. But the fact that he's winning fights on technicalities and a little bit of running, a little bit of shadow boxing, like he's not dominating anybody and he's already a champion. And he yeah, won the he, championship on a technical, what was it, a DQ? Like, yeah. come on, man. But, hey, no, but hey, he avenged that win because he came back and he dominated Jan. He did. He, but that was, in my book, that was step one. But that's a backwards ass way of starting a championship reign, which I think, in my opinion, just sours it all. Mm. And it wouldn't even be that big of a deal if he was like, I don't want to say be humble because I don't believe you need to be humble to be successful. No, but like, it's the fact that he didn't even like acknowledge it. It's just like, a, well, I'm champion now, so it is what it is. I'm like, dude, hey, really? Like, he, really? He defended the belt too, so yes. Now, I mean, I'm saying when he first won the belt, mm. they're asking him like, you know, how do you feel winning in on on a disqualification? It doesn't really happen that often. Like, he was just kind of like, I'm champion. Like, what, what do you know? And I was like, what can you say? Uh, okay. I just, I don't know. I, it's it left a sour taste. And I still haven't seen that performance where I'm like, okay, he's a bad dude. For now, it's like, he's good. I don't know if he keeps on that that kind of route he's on. I don't know if he's going to keep getting wins. I think he still is going to run into a brick wall and you're not going to hear much back about mm-hmm. him. But again, that could be me projecting. Not sure. I don't know. I think, I don't know. When, when I watch him fight, uh, he's really, obviously, he's really good on the ground. Really good at controlling, ground and pound. Um, he knows how to leverage his weight very well. Right. Um, is he beatable? Yeah, but I'm not going to sit up here and act like he he's not a champion because he is. Um, he's defended his belt. He beat the former champion in in Yan. Um, it was a good win. Did it in pretty dominating fashion. It was a good win. I'll give Um, him that one. All you can do is beat the people who gets placed in front of you. Right. He's beating them. He's beating um, them. I mean, no matter how it looked, he's beating them. And win is a win. Win is a win. Um, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm a little biased. I've been watching fighting for a long time. <laughs> I like I like my my dominant champions who oh, just yeah, yeah. run the game. Like that always makes me tune in. I, I don't tune in for Sterling just yet, mm. but I'm willing to be surprised. No, I think no, I think he loses his belt this year either to Chito Vera so. or to Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And I feel like it's gonna be Sean O'Malley just because they're putting the rocket up his ass and just they're trying to put him front and center in that division. All right, hold on. We'll we'll get into it real quick. We'll get okay. Because you real brought up, you brought up Sean O'Malley. Sure. You think you think Sean O'Malley's gonna beat Chito Vera? Like honestly. Yes. You think but so? here's why. Here's why. I don't think it's something more like it's going to be like a stand-up, knockout kind of – I think if he does, decision. Oh, but another Jan fight kind ex- of? Kind of. Yeah. And that's the thing is when, when you have someone like Dana White behind you the way he is behind Sean O'Malley, where he's clearly trying to be positioned as like the next Conor McGregor, the next can't-miss superstar, the machine is working for you, all the promotions, yeah. color his hair, a million different colors. Like, you know what I mean? When you have something like that behind you, if he even gets a decision win, they're going to skyrocket him. Yeah. yeah even I before think. I think he's ready, because I, I yeah. think the guy's a great fighter, but yeah, hell yeah, he, he's he can be exposed. I think the same way like uh, a Diego Sanchez or like you know where there are a lot of fire, but you catch him. Even McGregor fell yeah. for that. 
Because like McGregor is somebody who would get in your mind, get in your head right away, and then just come out flying at you. The few, the couple times McGregor, McGregor got, got knocked out is when someone got patient and just waited for it and just put his ass asleep. Because he has no gas tank. No gas tank. It's all it's all fifth gear. Yep. That's, I feel, why, D, that's he, why Diaz put his <laughs> Diaz would put his ass asleep. <laughs> I love Diaz, but like Look at the Diaz bros. You never mess with them. So like I think that's the blueprint. And I think O'Malley's kind of the same. Whereas he is he's a little more methodical than McGregor is. Yeah. But he still has a lot of just go, 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 go. And you, you get the right matchup, you can put his ass out. But Chino I Vera. don't Cheeto Vera is a really good matchup for that. That's a toss-up for me. I still feel it's gonna be O'Malley just because the machine is behind him. And I feel that way. They try to they try to put the belts on him, on those types yeah. of talent real quick. Real quick. No, I I asked because I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I'm right now. I'm struggling picking a winner. Some days I feel like Cheeto Bear is going <laughs> to knock him out again because Cheeto Bear did knock him out before. That's true. And some days I'm like, yo, I think Sean O'Malley could actually win this fight. Mm-hmm. Game change for him. I'm going back and forth. I'm going back and forth. Bro. Right. I, ask you I'll, I can promise you I'll be watching for yeah. damn sure. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the most anticipated fights of this, this year. Long year. time, yes. 100%. Looking forward to, man. Um. So what else, what else happened? Oh, yeah. My boy, Jamal Hill. Yeah. My boy Jamal Hill. Big, big title win. Big dominant win. Now, that was a dominant win. That was dominant. He, he pieced Teixeira apart. He destroyed Teixeira. Every time Teixeira tried to take him down, he stuffed that too. He... This, and Teixeira is a, is a war, like just a war vet. Yeah. That guy has been through so – I see that man so many fights. Yeah, he, he's – So many wars. And he went in there and just – he bludgeoned Teixeira. And I was like, wow. He sent him into retirement. Literally, yeah. Tashera was done. He's like, okay, yeah, because he knows he, he can't keep doing the way he's doing. So that I was think, that was a very impressive win. Yeah, and I think I think Jamal Hill is going to be a a champion for a little while. I think so. I think he can beat Ankalaev. I think he can beat Jerry. I think he can yes. Beat- the Jerry fight is going to be really interesting. That's going to be the most exciting one. I can't yeah. wait for that fight. Styles make fights. Yes, Styles make fights. And that's why that was oh, number one on my list. As list. soon as Jerry started calling him, I was like, "Oh, here we go!" Like fireworks immediately. Yeah, and I but, think, uh, in my opinion, he could beat Yan. I think so. I think he beat Yan. Um, now, when when Jamal won, uh, Alex Pereira was in the corner of Glover, right? And uh, after the fight. He came up and he sized up Jamal Hill and they sized each other up. Mm-hmm. If that fight were to happen. I'm still taking Hill on that one. Me too. Yeah. I think Hill just a, Hill's a freak. Like <laughs> he just showed you like he got the stick. A clinic. Yeah, the sticks. <laughs> he got the sticks. That's all I can say about Jamal Hill. Oh my God. That's so accurate. He got He's the just stick. a He's, clinic and striking. He's that dude from high school that whooped everyone's ass. That got professional training, right? That that's exactly who he just got the sticks. Like I don't know, <laughs> he just know what to do with them. I, I don't know, man. Hey. Man, some people are just blessed with that ability, and that man worked hard. Exactly, exactly. nine to five, twenty four seven. I mean, now him and John is... Jones, that'd be a hell of a fight. 
Whoa. We're going to put a, a pin in John Jones because I want to talk about the next time Me and too. his return and how I feel it's all going to go because that's a meaty topic. But I think as for today, I think we we have reached the end, my friend. Man. Just like what that. Ride. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel good. good. Feeling good. To go you, won't, more, to be honest. you won't next week when you're taking eight shots. I can assure you of that. But oh, I feel really good. <laughs> I feel really good. Damn. Warm, warm in the stomach, warm in the tum tums. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward to these games this weekend. I mean, we're getting close to the end of the football season, so that's gonna be very interesting to see what we do in the off season and the things that you and I come up with, especially because we have a lot of, a lot of ideas cooking in the tank. You know, hell yeah. So, so stay, tuned. stay stay tuned for that one. Um, anything you want to say to our new and adoring fans that we're going to grow with this pod? Man, I uh, just want to say, if you made it to the end, I love and appreciate you very much. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit that thumbs up, that sub button, whatever it is. And we'll I don't know what week. it is. Yeah, man. I will end. Well, first, I will match the sentiment and just say, again, if you if you even clicked play, if you made it if 20 minutes in, an hour in, all the way to the end, we we appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. Again, we're doing this for fun, not for fame. Mm-hmm. But if we get famous, that's one thing. That that's delightful. But we just do it for you, and it's because we just love sports that much. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to speculate, talk shit about it. And we, like I said, we got a lot more ideas in store for you. So so stay tuned. I do want to say one somber note to end our podcast with today. Today, as you of course I'm sure are aware, uh, three year anniversary since we lost the legendary Kobe Bryant and of course his daughter Gigi rest in peace to the black Mamba. Cause I woke up and looked at that memory and I still had that same feeling in the pit of my stomach of how the fuck is he gone? Man. How that's, man. that's such, it's so unfair. I have those, man. I still think that shit is crazy. It doesn't feel real. He, he's one of those people that was invincible to me because to right. me, he was like Jesus. Like, right. He's, Man, and th- this this could be the start of our conversation next week. Sure. But to me, he's the greatest of all time. Better than Jordan, better than LeBron. He He's the greatest Ooh, of all time. Yeah, I like that. We can start with that. I like My that. Greatest that's of all time. A, that's a good, that's a, honestly, I would much rather talk about Kobe versus MJ than LeBron and MJ like we always have to talk about. But Kobe <laughs> yeah. makes LeBron's better up. than MJ, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We can go there. We can go there you next. You and your cliffhangers. We will. I will be prepared <laughs> for that conversation, sir. But you you prefer Kobe over LeBron? We'll, we'll get into that. Okay. All right. That, that's, a, that's a complex answer. Complex answer. We'll say that for next time. All right, man. Uh, anyway, to our, to our friends and family, thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, good. this is the, the Bank Bros Pod, Bank Bros Show. We'll get some social medias, I'm sure, set up for all this shit so you can follow us and like us and shower us with love and affection because that's what we thrive off of, love and affection. Double tap. Double tap. Yeah, man. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you next time. And again, we'll have some kind of sign-off phrase that we develop in the coming weeks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Namaste. Peace. I like that. Namaste. (laughs) Namaste. (laughs)